There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Roll up, roll up. It's the podcast that I can't be asked to do and nobody wants to listen to, but here we are. Yes, Tottenham Hotspur have lost 3-1 to Arsenal in the first North London derby of the season. All that we wanted was for Spurs to show up today. Um, we didn't want a repeat of the, you know, the catastrophe that was the same game last year under Nuno Spirito Santo. And really, on balance, I'm not feeling any happier or any more kind of good about that game um, and are about our ability to show up at the Emirates um, after that one. Yeah, I'm all right. Maybe it wasn't as big a catastrophe, but uh, I don't know. I, can't, I don't need to compare those two games right now, to be honest. Um, what I can do is talk about this game, which is just frustrating. It's another frustrating game at the Emirates. You know, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not here at the moment to talk about teams not showing, like, you know, North London Derby's the home team always winning. I'm not here to talk about it's one game in the context of an entire season. We've just had our pants pulled down by Arsenal. I want to just fucking wallow in that for a bit. I want to be annoyed about that. So, you know, if you're not really in that sort of space, then maybe this won't be the listen for you. Oh, oh, aren't I edgy? Oh, I'm hard. Um, <laughs> please don't stop listening. Uh, just a very frustrating game. There was a lot of talk before that we were going to be going with the three in midfields. Paul O'Keefe, um, generally spot on with this stuff, uh, had sort of predicted that we were going to be going with the three in midfield shortly before the game started. It turned out we were going to go back to playing with the two. Um, yeah, I've sort of tweeted something in the heat of the moment on Twitter, just basically saying that I think this system's shit. And I do feel, you know, I, I try to get on board with this, man. I try to get on board with this kind of stuff. I know we are winning games to a degree. We definitely didn't fucking win today. Um, but it's just horrible. It's just miserable to watch. And, you know, I've, I've seen some people say this today isn't about the system. It's about individuals fucking up. I don't fucking buy that for a second, man. I really don't buy that. I think that's, again, people seeing what they want to see with... Like, hey, you know, people people want to get behind Conte, right? They want to believe in everything that he's doing because, you know, that's why people get behind a monarchy, you know, because they, they want to believe that there's some higher purpose to everything that, that is done and that we're kind of supporting something because there's a reason to it. I mean, I don't, I don't think that we really need to compare <laughs> Conte with the monarchy, but it's still, you know, it's there's this idea that you, you know, you're not allowed to criticize anything because he is just seeing things that the rest of us aren't seeing, and I, you know what? Today is the first time when I really am just like, you know what? Fuck this, man! Like, I, I, it was bullshit, man! Like, it was. For the majority of that game, there was no foothold for Tottenham whatsoever. 
none whatsoever, right? Maybe we can play this type of system and this sort of style of murder ball. If we've got Kulisevsky in the team, he seems to make that front three click. Richarlison, he just he, he's lost out on the right like that. When you put him out on the wing, he's just and I know I know there's a there's a certain element of um I can't think of the word, not hypocrisy, but there's there's I can I can hear people already screaming being like, Well, it's because of him we got a penalty. But I mean, come on, it's just that's just point scoring disingenuous shit. For most of the game and for most of the time when he sat out kind of on the wing, you don't really see much from him. And I don't think that's a a reflection on him as as much is it is a you know we were talking the other week on the podcast I can't remember who it was with you know no disrespect to anybody I do a lot of fucking podcasts this season um, that Richarlison feels more like a natural rotation option for Harry Kane to be that one kind of the the centre point of our attacks not kind of trying his best to sort of make something happen from the wing because he just he was lost out there he wasn't really causing them any problems whatsoever they had him covered. Um, I mean, we won't even get the fucking ball to him half the time anyway, so what does it even matter? Just, I'm sorry, like, though, just having that two in midfield, it just, it's not, it's not enough for games like this. You cannot, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care about having to sort of toe this line of, oh, well, Conte's a, a whatever league-winning manager, how can the likes of us criticise him in any way? That's fucking football. Fans are going to have an opinion. And fans can also have a, a, a pretty sort of, you know, educated based on what we've seen from watching football for watching and consuming all types of football content every single day of our lives for years and years and years. And you can just see that it it's serving nobody right now Having that, having that formation the way it is, it's been fucking torture for most of this season watching it. And as yeah, we we kind of shrug it off because we're getting results. But I mean, today has to be a fucking wake up. And like I say, I'm just I'm not here for the stuff. There were individual errors, but I'm not here for just saying that it was it, it was because of those individual errors. You know, I I could quite as easily just in trite fashion say back to that. Well, those individual errors are are a result of our team being under constant fucking pressure because of this fucking system. It's it's too high risk. I'm sorry, the gamble for this is too high risk, and it it feels very Jose Mourinho. It feels like somebody trying to force a system with players that we don't have. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I would feel a lot more comfortable playing. The way we play, inviting on this amount of pressure, if we had a fucking like Pete Conte or a Pete Yaya Toure in midfield, and you know, if we had Pete Vertonghen, Alderweire, Eldon Romero at the back, but we don't have that. We don't have a, a, a defense that we can completely rely upon. We don't even have, a, you know, I love Hugo Lloris. He, he, we speak about him at length, but we all know he's got a clangor in him. We all know he can't play out from the back in that way. Like, well, his distribution system. I mean, he's, like, I've got to say today, before I talk about his clangor, his distribution was fucking awful today. Like, a particularly, like, a particular brand of fucking awful, even by his standards. In the first half, some of his kicking was fucking awful. When he obviously took matters into his own hands and didn't want to play the kind of short balls around our box, play out from our half, because it was quite clear that Arsenal were all over that. When he sort of did his big like, all right, I'm going to fly in the face of what the manager wants. 
his fucking kicking was terrible. Um, you got bear in mind, right? A lot of this is coming off the back of just having been fucking, let's be honest, battered by Arsenal. Like they did us today. Um, it was fucking horrible. Uh, he obviously made those changes at the end of the game just to stop it from being 5-1 because it was going that way. It was definitely going that way. It's just frustrating. It's annoying because it felt... I don't care about last... You know, again, people are talking about our form. If we if we take it over from last year, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Like, last year was last year. That's that. We've had a summer now. Teams, it's a new fucking season. I don't care about our calendar year. I, I couldn't give less of a fuck. You know, it's in, it's an interesting soundbite and it's an interesting piece of context, but it's not a fucking trump card. Like at the end of the day, we've just been fucking battered by Arsenal and we've come to our, I would say probably our first kind of, we play Chelsea away, play West Ham away. So, you know, I'm not just going to sort of say that those games didn't matter. But to me, it feels like it's, it's earlier on in the season. It's not so much of a test. It's more of a free hit to that, especially the Stamford Bridge game. This at the Emirates, you know, the bar was don't lose this game. That that was the bar. That was the minimum expectation for this match. For a team that wants to compete, that wants to, you know, has these kind of ideals of challenging for a Premier League, should we say. In games like this, a, a big test against our fiercest rival, and the team sitting above us in the league right now, the biggest test today was don't lose this match. And we just flopped again. We flopped again, as Spurs just always fucking do in these sort of moments. And it's just frustrating. It's just annoying, you know? Because <sighs> it is what it is. You know, it's it's an emotional game. And like I say... People can come at me with whatever they want about fucking you're overreacting, you're this, you're that. Look, if you don't fucking react to games like this, what's the point of following football? No, nah, I'm not going to police that. People people can follow football in their own way. Just don't police me. Don't police the way I want to react to this game, you know? Because that's what it is. It's an emotional game. That's what makes it amazing. You know, it's what it's what means that I watch many other sports, but I'm not. I don't really give a shit about them, like at all. I, I couldn't care less. I don't support anybody else in any other type of sport or anything like that. I just watch sport as a complete neutral or on every other thing. Football is something that you can tell. I fucking I, I podcast. I've done. I fucking tweet about it all the time. I made all those animations. I did Spurs wipe boy sort of stuff. I'm obviously somebody that is just obsessed with football, as many of you are who are listening to this, you know. And it's just. It's fucking gutting to just see this pattern repeat itself over and over and over again away at the Emirates uh, and just uh, just how fucking smug they are and just seeing them on the up. I mean, uh, yeah, that's annoying, but at the end of the day, I've seen Arsenal win the double. I've seen Arsenal take our captain, so it's, it's no biggie to see Arsenal fucking doing well. It's what I've grown up with. It's what I've always fucking known, so... It's fucking horrible. It's gutting. I'm not, you know, I'm not taken away from that. But I'm saying I'm not. I'm not that fucking scared. I'm not scared of Arsenal being that good again. I just fucking want to. I want us to be good. <laughs> you know, that's all I want. I want us to have something to show for the sort of dominance we've had over them for nearly a decade now. But we're still nothing to show from it, and it just plays into all well, their fucking shit. I mean, you know, 
We definitely won the TIFOs. I don't know if anyone saw the uh, Arsenal's attempt at a TIFO before the game, but it was fucking awful. Um, so that was a bit of cheer. At least we won one thing. Um, our daydream do. Look, it's just annoying. It's just annoying. I'm not, you know, Connor, my mate, who he's been on here, Connor Mummery. He was saying, you know, hopefully this will be like when uh, Conte's Chelsea got done at the Emirates and he just switched formation and pissed the league from that point on. Maybe this is the point, maybe this is the turning point for him that he just goes, sticks with the three in midfield and we can take it from there. Because the thing that frustrates me most about it is it feels like we have the players for that more than what we have for what he's doing at the moment. And... But from what I understand from what Flav was saying the other day is that he likes the three in midfield. It's what he fucking pissed the league with Inter using. But he just seems so hesitant to do it now. Um, oh dear. It's it's just shit. You know, I'm going I'm going to a fucking house party later. It's just gonna be full of gooners. It's absolutely full of them. I know there's several of them going already. Um I don't really know them, but they're Charlotte's mates and you know she says, oh, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll just want to talk about it again. I don't want to fucking talk about it. I want to go and having beaten them, being like, Bleh! being all obnoxious, being red-faced, having had six Guinnesses and a couple of whiskeys, pile into a party of people that I don't know, sticking my hand in like the communal bowl of like fucking sour cream or something and just eating it out of my hand and just singing North London is ours. And it's a cheese and wine party. And people are sitting there with candles and stuff and looking at me. It's not a cheese and wine party, but I'm just, you know, if for this scenario that I'm envisaging here, it was a cheese and wine party. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, fucking her cousin as well. Because Charlotte's from North London and half her family are all fucking Arsenal. The second, it's like 85 minutes, they're all fucking texting her. Hope you're having a good Saturday. Fuck off. Like, I don't I don't know, if do, do you not do that? Do you do that to other people? I, I just can't, I, it's not with that. Not with that energy. It's very, it is very Arsenal. It's very Arsenal. Um, fuck's sake. It's fucking fuck's sake. Hugo Lloris, awful. Fucking awful today. Love you, Hugo. Great servant to the club. But you always fucking drop a clanger in these games. In these fucking Arsenal games. Like, fuck it. That second goal. That was terrible. That was awful from him. And a keeper of his just ability should do miles better there. Um, not letting Romero off a hook. I'll get onto him because it's every bit his fault as well. Um, but Lloris should be prepared for that. You know, he's he's an experienced he's club captain. He's a World Cup winner. Fucking terrible, mate. Awful. Um, couldn't have done much for the party goal amazing goal from a fucking reprehensible piece of shit of a man um, his distribution lacking just pulled off a couple of saves here and there but bad day at the office for Hugo bad day at the office not impressed um, be interesting to know how much I know he was carrying a bit of a knock he was sort of 50-50 I think coming into this game how much that's had a had an impact, but we always know Luis is good for a clangor or two. Most keepers are, but him in particular, we know there's certain types of clangers that he likes to to drop. And today he definitely dropped one. Um, Romero, I thought he was terrible today. 
I think he's not had a very good season, really. He's had a he, he's looked quite bright in patches. Um, I still want to believe he's our best defender. Although I think maybe Eric Dyer is probably at the moment on form at least. Whatever, great. You you haven't lost games for Argentina, but I don't give a shit about that at the moment. Like, it feels harsh. It's a World Cup season, but you know it's just it's, it is annoying. Like. I mean, I mean, whatever. You can't get fucking annoyed at players. Every player fucking flies off the international break. It's just, it's just annoying, isn't it? I was talking with Kimmy the other day. It's just annoying. There's that entitlement from the Argentinian Football Association wanting their players to go out early and it's fuck off, man. We're the ones that pay them probably 150 grand or whatever it is a week to play for us. Fuck off. You'll, you'll get him when you, you know, you'll get him when it's time. But. Just didn't think he was good today. I didn't think he was good. And it's, it's really, you know, what, I'll tell you what's the painful thing is seeing him just be a complete mirror image of Saliba, who was fucking outstanding today. What a fucking player Arsenal have in him. You don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear fucking people wax it. You just want me to call them all fucking pigs and fucking arseholes. But he's brilliant. Saliba was absolutely brilliant today and Romero was very much not... Uh, yeah, I, d- I didn't think much of him at all. Uh, just in pretty sort of in crucial moments, he got skinned by Martinelli a couple of times. I think he got skinned by Jesus a couple of times. Good players, but you know, <laughs> he's supposed to be uh, one of the best young defenders in the on the continent in the world. He's supposed to be a world class talent, um, and he will learn from that. He is young. He is inexperienced. So I'm not throwing him under the bus, but he's got to fucking learn quick because I think if he had, if Eric Dyer had played the way Romero had played for quite a few games this season now, we'd be hearing a lot more. Um, he's surviving on reputation alone right now, in my opinion. But we're surviving by the fact that we don't have anyone else not going to play fucking Davinson Sanchez there are you so <sighs> annoying um Eric Dyer I think he had a fairly solid game today it's hard to really tell just under the cosh constantly really um but I don't really call him doing much wrong played a few decent balls out from defense as well that sort of older Worrell type ping out to the, the attackers pretty dominant in the air um He's a good player. You know, I always say this. I mean, people, personally, I feel a lot of people see what they want to see with Eric Dyer. Um, people talk about him like he's this awful, woeful footballer. I don't. I don't feel that at all. Don't get it. Um, I think he's good. I think he's solid. I think he's one of our best players. Come at me, bro. Longley. Good game, I thought, really, on balance. He, yeah, was pretty controlled at the back kept um, kept them quiet as best he could he's having a good sort of running battle with Saka for most of the game um, yeah I thought I thought he was good I do I do think he kept Saka quiet and uh, limited their chances from that side Most basically everything came through Martinelli and Jesus down the left for them um, Emerson and Romero would just I mean yeah maybe that maybe there's something in that maybe Romero doesn't have the same protection he's got Emerson in front of him but I think Emerson's pretty sound defensively so I think he just needs to uh, 
take the L for himself. Um, it's it's a shame. It's a shame seeing like our defense seemingly playing quite well, but conceding three goals and just having this pr- having the pressure invited onto them. That is uh, every single game now. Emerson Royale. Look, I mean, again, there seems to be a lot of like. I don't think it was a red card. That was softer. It was fucking late. It was high. Come on, man. Like, we don't need to do this fucking dance of that wasn't a red. It was a red on sort of, what, 60%. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Of occasions, I think we got it this time. I don't think you can argue with it too much. If we hadn't got it. I would be like, yeah, I can kind of see that. Maybe it's a strong yellow or an orange card or whatever is it people say, but also I can see why it's given. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's a shocking decision from the referee. I don't think the referee was great by any stretch of imagination, but I think he was equally poor for both sides, really. I think he was giving weird weird sort of blowing the whistle for weird sort of infractions and not for others. Martin Odegaard fucking I think he was dragging him in Somback by the shirt. Um, and it's only because we played the advantage that Odegaard didn't get a yellow card, but why not? Why, why the fuck not? He was tearing the shirt off his back. Um, there was that t- chance for us early on in the in the game when I think it was, was it Richarlison got cleared out? And then Kane, there was a sort of, it wasn't even a foul on him, it was a clean tackle, but he gave us a free kick higher up the pitch because I think he'd realised that Richarlison had been cleared out. So, you know... It was weird refereeing from him, but Emerson's stupid. Look, at the end of the day, I don't care about what the referee's done. And I don't care about on other occasions. On this occasion, Emerson has got a red card. And he got a red card because he was acting fucking recklessly. It was a stu- There was no need to go in the way he did then. He was, let's be honest, he was lashing out because he was fucking frustrated. He was frustrated and he was annoyed. And he was lashing out. He was going in hard on, on the opposition. Up at the top end of the pitch... There was no need to whatsoever. None. There was there was no fucking need to do it. Um, and got his just desserts. So you know, great. He spent a million pounds, fucking buying a few weights, pumping a bit of iron, and sitting in an oxygen tank. But why don't you just fucking concentrate? Sometimes, mate. You know, like. And I don't. I don't want to dig him out. I, I like Emerson, and I. That sounds pretty out of order because I. I actually really admire, the attitude to do that to to take it off his own back and to really try and improve for the team and improve for himself. So I take that back a bit. I'm just fucking annoyed. But at the same time, he's 
He's just not it, is he? Come on. Like, we all know it. We all know he's not good enough. Like, he just isn't. Um, interesting, we saw Doherty came in. I'm sure we'll be seeing him over the next few games because Emerson obviously will have his suspension now. Let's just see what happens. I, you know, Jed, what, I don't know what Jed Spence has to do, to be honest. Hoybier, um and Bentancur, I'll roll them up into one. Look, I think they did pretty well. Bentenko in particular, I think did really well with what he had to play with. You know, I think they were both under constant pressure. They both tried their best to sort of nullify what Arsenal were doing. Um, but it's more just that when we actually have possession of the ball, they're just swamped immediately. Both of them, both of them just get absolutely swamped. And you can't say that... <laughs> Opposition teams aren't becoming aware of how Conte plays and how best to nullify us. And well, this is always the argument, though, isn't it? It's like, well, not many. It's not really worked for many of them because we still have been until today unbeaten and we're sitting toward the top end of the table. But just I can't. Think, I can't imagine it's fun for either of them, right? We've seen Xhaka this year. He was a fucking menace today. I've never sort of felt that. I've just seen him as just like some fucking trudging shit house in fucking arsehole of a footballer. He was playing like higher up the pitch today. It was fucking. It was brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. We were we were really struggling to cope with him for a lot of it. Um, I think we were struggling more with Xhaka than we were Odegaard, to be honest with you. And I do wonder. You know, I think Mark Mark Nesbit, who does his as he calls it hurdy gurdy podcast. Um, he's often on the fighting cock. I think he's sort of spoken before about how Hoybier in an uh, international level will play further forwards and we see a kind of different type of player. He's a good passer, you know. There was there was a good opportunity he almost created for Son. He played a decent ball through. I think it was to Son, yeah, in the second half. And he's been doing that all season. But I really don't think either he or Bentancor just there's enough there for them to be able to show what they can do um, when they have possession of the football. One one small gripe about Benton Cole, but it is what it is. You know, it's just ultimately it's the way he plays. What's that old, you know, don't judge a fish on how it climbs a tree or whatever. But he, uh, he gets in decent space a lot of the time outside the box. I'd just like to see him have a crack every now and again. I would, like... Because even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't score from it, there's always a chance of a deflection uh, and for somebody else to pick it up further forwards. It does seem to be when he gets the ball in decent space outside the box, he'll often end up passing it out to the wing or something like that, usually to Emerson Royale, and then the attack stops dead. It's a bit frustrating. Um, even Perisic, not his best game today, actually. I don't really have an awful lot to say about him. He had that one opportunity where he was through on goal. Shame he didn't get it on target, but I'm going to dig him out for that too much. On another day, that rifles into the top corner. Uh, and it's a beautiful finish, beautiful goal. Whether he's a victim of the system or if he was just individually not great, it wasn't a vintage performance from him. Um, he's a great player, so yeah, whatever. Richarlison, I was sort of saying it at the top, it's just, it's annoying. I think it's annoying for him. It's annoying for us to watch him stuck out on the right-hand side, up top like that, cut adrift, 
not an awful lot he can do, is there? Um, he did, you know, his his determination to to score a goal ultimately, or just to do well by the team, culminated in us getting that um, getting the penalty. Was a penalty? No, absolutely, absolutely no question whatsoever. No argument to be had over that. Um, but he was pretty quiet. They didn't really have to do an awful lot to to keep him quiet either. I didn't think. I really would have liked to have seen him come off the bench. Richarlison coming off the bench in a game like that, that's that's the sort of thing you can shit an opposition team up, you know? Him coming up top, replacing Son, or I mean, he's not going to replace Kane, is he? Let's be honest. So replacing Son up top if we had the three in midfield. It just feels, it, this is, it just feels like, it feels like a ball dropped. It feels like we dropped the ball. It feels like Conte dropped the ball. And this is this is what I'm saying again. I, I just don't buy the it's all individual errors. I I blame the system ultimately. I do. We should have had that extra body in midfield because the extra body that was in midfield was floating up, being pretty ineffective for most of the game. In Richarlison, <sighs> and that's all. That's that's all I can say. I, I just I, that's what I take from that game. Um, and it's frustrating because I don't think it's any good for his morale. I don't think it's any good for the team. Ultimately, it's. Well, here's what it is. Son, I thought, was bright today. I thought Son tried to do the best with what he was given. Um, they were pretty on him. I mean, Saliba, just... It, it's really fucking annoying how good he is. Like, it's really fucking annoying. Um, he's almost feeling like, dare I say it, like a sort of Van Dyke-level player that they've just... Well, they haven't inherited him. They bought him, didn't they? Um, they bought him as a young player. They identified him and... Fair fucks to him because he is fucking amazing. He was really good today. Pocketed Son for most of the game, I thought. Um, Gabriel, on the other hand, from them. This, this is the annoying thing. I feel like you could get at them more with him. I think he's a bit of a liability. I don't really buy that he's that good. I don't think he's great at all. Um, I think Dyer's better than him, to be honest with you. And I think you can get at him. He, he seemed really rattled. Like when he, what was it? He, I mean, he clearly fouled Kane in the build-up to, you know, outside the box, basically. I think when we were on the break and he was forward for a corner, he fouled Kane and the referee gave a foul to us. And he just could, he was just so rattled by it. He kept like shouting at the referee and just kind of debating it. When It was nothing. It was a nothing kind of, like he didn't get booked for it or anything as far as I can remember. He just got called for it, and it was a foul. It was a clear foul. Um, but he, yeah, I, I don't, you know, not a big fan of his. But Saliba is great. Son, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was tidy today. Um, I felt bad for him. He just didn't really get any proper service, you know. Kane, you know, he's the man you want stepping up for a penalty in a North London derby. He's uh, eleven goals off Jimmy Greaves now, which is pretty unbelievable. Highest ever scorer in London derbies. Quite poetic to do that against Arsenal and to overtake Thierry Omri for 44 goals. Um, that's in all London derbies, not North London derbies. He was, he's was he been the highest scorer in North London derbies for quite some time now, I think. Maybe a couple of seasons. But it's... The thing that's mad is, right, he's going to break Greaves' record probably this season. And there's every chance that for the rest of our lives we won't see anyone break that maybe nobody will ever break that 
it's I remember seeing that when I playing like football manager championship manager back in the day and when you go to like the team info page and you'd see the goal record on there and you see Jimmy Greaves still you know they've got a, a <laughs> an old player's like name in there or a long retired footballer's name in like the database to be there and you saw the amount of goals he was on and I just thought, you know, it just seemed like nobody, nobody is, in a modern game, nobody is going to overtake that record. That's going to be a record that stays there forever. It's not like fucking West Ham or somewhere where, they're league, where their top scorer was on about fucking 60 goals or something mad like that. Um, it's, it's a testament to Harry Kane and it's been a fucking ride having him these past few years, watching him come from... Watching that story, watching that development of his, you know, him coming through the academy, being this kind of maligned young player that nobody really had any faith in to go on and be one of the best strikers in the world. Um, It's going to be interesting to see where his career goes from here. But today, not great. Not not brilliant, you know. Um, Again, it feels harsh to sort of single him out, but there's just certain things that, like, him taking free kicks near, like close to the halfway line and just fucking twatting it up to nobody. What are you doing down there? What are you doing there? And still, still on free kicks. Give it to Son, mate. Like, give it to Son. I don't give a fuck. You cannot, you cannot watch what Son's done in midweek and not have him on free kicks now for Tottenham. What he always does on international breaks. He, you always see Son score one of those for Korea. South Korea, I should say. Um... On international breaks, and how many times do you have to see Kane just twat one? He's, I think he's never scored one. I mean, yeah, okay. There's the Aston Villa goal, which was a deflection and whatever. I don't, you know, I don't really want to take that away from him because that was the start of Kane, and you know, it was a good, it was a good free kick anyway. But other than that, I, I think there's his conversion rate is like zero or something crazy like that. Um, not a vintage performance. He. You know, whether he's a bit tired or whatever, he wasn't really running around as much as he normally does. Didn't look like he was like, I don't know. I just didn't look like he was at it. And I know he's an easy target. I know because we rely on him all the time to be like the hero to come and like bring us back from the brink in these games. But maybe he's just a bit done with it all. Maybe, he's, you know, maybe it's time to move on. I don't know. That's a bit knee jerk, isn't it, off the back of this game? But still, no, I don't think it's knee jerk. It's it's it is part of a bigger conversation. But I don't want that to be the talking point out the back of this game. To be honest, it was not a vintage game performance. They kept him pretty quiet. Um, but again, I blame the system. I blame the lack of control. I think yeah, there are. Of course, there's individual like individuals can always do better. I get that. We say that we saw Tottenham do this at the tail end of last year playing in this system and being really good but somebody said to me on Twitter I haven't verified this but he said that we actually played the 3-5-2 away at Anfield which was one of our best games in the tail end of that season so you know what were the other games like fucking getting a nervy like one over the line against Burnley um, admittedly the Arsenal game but I think that was a different occasion entirely I don't know it's just I think it's We've been umming and ahhing all kind of season about how effective this this current system is, how good it is, how just let's be honest, 
how enjoyable it is to watch as well. Because that is, you are allowed to talk about that, right? You're made to sort of feel like you're a fucking idiot for wanting to process football in this way. But we are actually allowed to enjoy football. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't be scared of just saying, I don't enjoy watching the football like this. Oh, you cretin. Don't, can't you see what he's trying to do? No, it's bullshit, man. Like, we come to this as a fucking escape, a release, right? Look at the fucking news. It's miserable at the moment, everywhere. Uh, I think everybody I know is pretty depressed right now. Seasonal affective disorder or just the fucking news, whatever it is. Um, and you want to come and watch football and just kind of escape from that for a bit. So you don't want to have to kind of be bought into a process that isn't enjoyable. Because um, Let's be frank, it isn't. Even the games we have been winning, it's been like, well, at least we've won, you know? Pretty much... I would say basically every single game this season, well, at least we've got something out of it at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't think there's been a single game where we've enjoyed it. And I do, I do again, I do think this is partly down to personnel not having been at it, Kane and Son namely. Um, but I mean, come on. Just give us a bit of a chance. Like we, we saw that at the tail end of that Leicester game. We actually looked really fucking good when we switched to the three in midfield. It's got people can call it knee jerk, but sometimes games like this are a wake up call, right? Um, I don't think it's as dramatic. I've never, do you know, the one thing I've never really bought, um, and I'll say this of the system, you know, because Genus was fucking going on about this guff when he was doing the commentary, just being like, this has been coming all year. We've been saying this has been coming all year. The way Tottenham are playing, they're, they're leaving themselves open for a slap and always it's like, we're not. It's just fucking boring, like reductive kind of angle on what it is that we do. We're not. We haven't been gearing up to get slapped. We've been gearing up to maybe lose a game or something in a frustrating fashion. Exhibit A today, um, or fucking sporting game in the Champions League. We haven't been gearing up to this this weird, this like imaginary threat on the horizon that there's a five nil with our name on it fucking watching us if you think we're going to get fucking battered like that I mean this has got very narrator's voice energy right now doesn't it but it's more just that like if Tottenham go behind we often are lacking that control and creativity to get back into it so it's all well, it's all well and good to say oh come on like we'll invite you on play against us put us under all this pressure put all of our kind of questionable defenders as they are already under kind of even more pressure Put our midfield two under, just reduce them to being people who tackle. Because that's effectively all that they are required to do right now, really. But it doesn't matter because we might, you know, then you'll leave some spaces and we can go up the other end and score because we've got Kane, Son, Richarlison, Kulisevsky, Lucas Moura, whoever else. But it's predictable, isn't it? And as we saw today, you know, especially when we're lacking Kulisevsky... When we don't have that control, we just can't create anything. It's not that. I don't. I just don't want to see it anymore. At the moment, I don't. I, I think we've had our fill of it this week. Um, this week, this season, today, whatever. Um, I'm gonna end that there because, it, it, yeah, I'm just sort of ranting now, which you know, it's probably cathartic. It's what you need after a game like this, isn't it? But it was just. It was not. It was not good was not good let's be honest um and if you feel that way just feel it just wallow in it for a bit and then look forward to the champions league next week 
Because um, Arsenal won't be in that. So for all their fucking getting pumped up about this, there's a long way to go this season. We're in the Champions League. They're not in the Champions League. They can sing about being on their way back to Champions League, but we're actually in the fucking Champions League. So let's just enjoy that. Let's hopefully enjoy a reaction to this game as well. Um, whether that's a change in system, a change in personnel, or just a change in attitude, seeing the players come back, bounce back, and dish out a few wallopings, because it would be nice to see us do that. I mean, I know we did that to Leicester, but it didn't feel like it. We all said it. It's weird. It was a weird game. Weird game. Weird season. Weird game. Um, but we want to see a big reaction from that. Because at the end of the day, we're fucking stuck with them, aren't we? We're stuck with Tottenham, um, but we love them. Blah, 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 blah. If, uh, yeah, please do share, like, leave reviews. A lot of people have been doing that. I appreciate that very much. Um, for everybody that has subscribed as well, like I say, there's nothing paywalled, um, but I have set up one of those buy me a coffee website things where you can help support the show really appreciate everybody that has uh, dipped into that so far um does mean a lot thank you very much um you can find the link in the bio of the of the podcast um twitter account i think we've also got uh also set up one of those link tree things so you can find all the different sort of platforms where the podcast can be found blah 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 but yeah please share it um thank you fuck off arsenal ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 